The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. With Andrew Rogers and Damon Benning. Aiden Smith with the ball. Game clock at 220 and ticking. Blue up seven. Braden gets downhill and makes a left-handed layup. He had to roll it around the rim a couple of times, but Braden made the layup. He has nine points. Purdue's up nine with 205 to play. Drew has to watch his back. Drew gives it up just in time to Reese. He goes corner to Kobe. He wants a three. He makes a three. Trojans by seven, their largest lead of the game. Timeout, UCLA, and this place erupts. USC basketball, double team on Drew. He kicks it to Boogie. He fakes the three, dribbles into a wide open mid range, and knocks it through. Too easy for Boogie Ellis. He's got the stroke on lock, and the Trojans up seven. And here comes the crowd again. By Boswell. Mullen driving through. Will somebody hit a three? Finally. That's Justin Powell, never led in this game. Larson, again! Wow, from the wing, going hard. Hella Larson. Flustered, frustrated, fun, fantastic, whatever you want to call it. Today's Friday. Friday. It's a, 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 alliteration. <laughs> Today it's <is> Friday. <laughs> Do you know me? Were you looking for a word? In which I could Was use I? to go Me? with Friday. Because I typically either go with football or fun if mm-hmm. we're in the first part of the the season. Ferocious. How about feisty? Feisty's a good one. It kind of fits all moods on a Friday today, huh? Yeah. Because yeah. you can hit you can hit the uh, the positive side of feisty, mm-hmm. and you can hit the oh man, if you're dragging your feet on the way to work today, it's it's still Friday, so you're you see the light at the end of the tunnel, but at the same time, you're like, I gotta be here for eight hours. Oh, here's the cool thing, if you're us, this isn't even really our weekend. <laughs> No. Because the most sports happen on the weekend, so it's like... What is weekend for radio? What do you think? Because it's all based on season. Um, so, after the NFL, the weekend for sports talk will be like a Sunday-Monday. Sunday-Monday. That's what I think, because there's no because real... high school basketball... There's only to- the one good early time slot college basketball game mm-hmm. on a Sunday, right? Right. It's usually a conference game. Big Ten variety... Maybe you, you get an eight. No, nah, you won't be an ACC. You get a late Pac-12 tilt um, on a Sunday, and then Monday. I know they have Super. Tu- they're back to Super Tuesdays. But what are we doing with Big Monday? Is it still big, or is that just a figment of <laughs> it's my just imagination? Because <laughs> that hasn't been big. It's just Monday. It's just been Monday. Are they waiting? For some people to leave, they got another trick up their sleeve. Step right. with Pep to the back of the house, looked in, all the lights were out. Uh, that's different. That's a different song. Or poetry. <laughs> that too. Just call me Longfellow. Oh, okay. Wait, Shane, who's the guy in, um, it's Longfellow, like Deeds, right? Shane would be Shortfellow. Missed it. That's what we're on today. <laughs> no, I think if you're talking about yourself, isn't it Little John? <laughs> what? <laughs> well, okay. 
<laughs> Dude, I'm, 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 see, I think show prep matters and having Sasha here early mm-hmm. where we did the Friday morning dump. <laughs> it's Fr- Friday morning intervention. <laughs> Man. Listen, I can't just be the ABG all the time. It's <laughs> the ABG. I, I can't. I can't be that guy all the time. But we got to tighten this up, Drew Down. <laughs> hey, we're here. We're having fun. And you still have your coat on. Are you cold? Kind of. Like this shirt, it, I don't know why they make shirts like so breathable sometimes. Yeah, well, because like in the winter that months. W- that would be a shirt that people would maybe go run in on a fall day. Right. Not wear on a winter day. Yeah. So sometimes it's operator <laughs> right. error. Right. Sometimes, it's not, it's not so, the manufacturer. Hey, sometimes it's, it's 5.15 in the morning and you're like, what's on top? Yeah. <laughs> sometimes you're just coming from a holiday party and you're like, I feel like I just left here. Yeah. And that I, was last night. I did not. Thanks Although for the reminder. RSVP. I did. Because I wanted to come. I, first of all, I'm here all the time. So why wouldn't I eat when it's not on my dime? 100%. And we had, oh, what did we have? It what was, did, what, what, hey, hey, can I ask? What did we have? What did oh you have? What did, what, what, have? what did you have? We, and how is this going to be on Twitter? Like, why are you going to Twitter to see what you had? Well, because Hale Varsity Club tweeted it. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, it was, was it tacos? Was it? How do you not know? Well, I think it was a taco. Shane. I think it was a taco. What's Shane. up? Did you he come? He wasn't here. I was not here. Oh, it was after hours. Anything after 6? Do you even come out of the house? Anything after 10, I don't think he comes out of the no, house. No, 10. A.M. Oh, good call. <laughs> no, like 1. Okay, 1. 1, he's he is public enemy. He's shutting it down. Shut it down. Sh- oh, that's right. We can't play music. Uh, Liquid. What's good, up? Good morning. Good morning. How often, how many times a I year? I don't go out on a school night. No, I understand. <laughs> I understand. You do look like a student. Yeah. Do you take I, the bus to school today? Hey, do you remember? I remem- wish. Do you remember old um, Bugs Bunnies? Do you, did, you watch, do you, did you watch any sort of, or do you remember any Bugs Bunny? Yeah. Okay. Do you remember, do you remember Baby Chachos? F- that's what we had. Do you remember Babyface Fenster? No. Okay. Fenster was... He was a badass. <laughs> Finster looked like a baby, but he was a grown man. Got it. So yep. in order to get over on the baby, on the heist. Okay, I remember the cartoon character now that I see and him. And Bugs Bunny was like, he peeked in through the keyhole and because Finster was left at the rabbit hole. Kind of like a wayward orphan. Kind of right. how I feel sometimes at the company. And... Uh, Right, exactly. That's who I remember. And so cigar. Bugs Bunny peeks through the keyhole, and he's like, Finster? Shaven? Tattoo? So it finally dawned on Bugs that they were trying to get over on him. That, my friend, is how Shane is on school nights, because he's built like a 12-year-old. He mm-hmm. looks like a 12-year-old. When he used to turn and burn grits, he smelled like a 60-year-old. So I always used to tell him, if you still want all the discounts, shave, knock on doors, save yourself a lot of money. People will think you're a kid. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you hey, just walk up, just walk up like the kid in my old neighborhood. Way, though. Just walk yeah, up but like you're the kid in my old neighborhood. Hey, can I open your garage? Hey, can I open your garage? Wait a minute, though. You're not. Just be a kid. You're not close to being able to get discounts. But you, I'm just saying, you if you're if you're smelling like you smoke grits for the last forty years and 
you know, and you got the beard, and it's starting to gray a little bit because of your job getting up early in the morning. You could have passed for a kid, except you smelled like a a, a smoky distillery. <laughs> Not like Tennessee whiskey. That was, that was a that was a long time ago. Tennessee, that was in another Tennessee life. whiskey. Somebody DM me yesterday. They said, "Stop singing." No kidding, I can't sing, but I I have fun. Sometimes I'm just in my own little world. Hey, if we were on The Voice, would a chair turn around for you? Maybe. No. Maybe. They'd be like, who had the audacity and the gall to be on this show being so terrible? Or as my man Charles Barkley would say, terrible. 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 How about how he wanted his all-star picks back last night during the show? He's like, hey, can I have my – Can hey, I can restart? I my, yeah, can I have my sheet back? <laughs> hey, we're, <laughs> hey, we're not doing that for real, are we? Man, I forgot about Aaron Gordon. Hey, give – He's like yelling at the producer. He is a forgetful man. Dude, he is like one of my favorites. Good entertainer on TV. I mean, I try to stick to sports 94% of the time, but I typically I kind of vibe with a lot of his political views and kind of his stance on society. He's a self-help, pull-yourself-up kind of guy. And why is it always the producer's fault? Because you guys push all the buttons. Pushing the buttons will, uh, will, I mean, how does that, translate into Charles making his picks. Yeah, well, Charles was a little haphazard. It's dead period starts. So you know what that means for me? Recruiting Free wise? time. Thank the Lord. Free time. Thank the Lord. But speaking of recruiting, there were some... You're going to recruit setting the show? Yeah. Because I haven't given you one opportunity to even say... It's all right. Like we're we good. Just start complaining. Hey, just like Shane hasn't eaten oatmeal since 1980, uh, we'll, get, we'll get to the, I've the show set up the eventually. Nah, we're gonna we're gonna open things up here by starting with recruiting and how coaches come in with a plan, and some coaches come without a plan, which is an interesting tactic. And uh, the only person that can really give some pretty good thoughts on that is you, DB. So we'll hit that in a moment. <laughs> no, hey, don't put the spotlight on hey. me. We'll, we'll get to our poll question by segment, and uh, we'll also play Doggy Dog with DB at 745. So if you'd like to play trivia against DB, 888-638-4876. We're talking to Alex Ba at 8 o'clock. Alex Ba, the head coach over at Lincoln Southwest. Then we could talk to uh, Robin Washett. Nebraska senior team writer for Husker Online at 8.30. And we close, as we always do on a Friday, with Mike Sauter, who uh, participated in a wrestling match on Wednesday. And I'm sure that's how... Which, by the way... How things will start. If, if, if that was a... It's, that is to let you know that if you're older, be very, very careful about stepping in the competitive arena. Because even when it's fun and games... Somebody always gets hurt. Somebody can get hurt. Somebody always gets hurt. And feeling uh, very vat. Feeling. Hey, look. Yeah. Prayers up for Chuck. Listen, I just said very vat. Mm-hmm. I feel very bad for one Chuck Mulligan. Mm-hmm. Hey, going back to. Oh, by the way, it looked like he got snipered. <laughs> well, yeah, because he's he's limping. It, all of a sudden, it was leg. very. What's the word? Subtle, innocuous. It didn't look like much. And all of a sudden, he stopped movement, and Sauter let up, right. and I was like, what happened? There was some defeat there, I think, after the first takedown. Yeah. Did some you, argued Did you hear the medical diagnosis, though? All I, all I saw was the text from Sauter last night that said, hey, this is what it is. <laughs> I was like, 
that would be a – how would you explain that to your insurance? <laughs> Think about him. He's a single guy, DB. Yeah. Do you know what it takes, like, to – for a deductible for a single guy, oh, you like start doing the needs, numbers in your if head. If he needs surgery, oh that look thing at you going, thinking like a soon-to-be-married grown-up. If he needs <laughs> surgery, that thing's going to be like six grand. If his deductible is going to be huge. Hey, let's not big deal. Prayers up for Chuck. Let's not bring the. It's a fun Friday, <laughs> or is it feisty? <laughs> Was definitely that. I don't even know why I got started on that tangent. Which one? The one that I walked in on. It's, you just feel a certain way every time you step into the building. I feel some type of way, and Sasha was here, so it <laughs> all came up. Hey, some coaches have a plan, others don't. And you told me this mm -hmm. based on recruiting visits that you witnessed on Wednesday this week. Yeah, now, all, all week. Thank the Lord for the dead period. Okay, I should say all week. But primarily we were talking about it when P.J. Fleck came into town. Mm -hmm. And uh, Omaha has garnered a lot of attention uh, all over the place. I mean, coaches came to visit Westside, but they were also at Bellevue West. Um, Omaha Ainsworth, North, Ainsworth. Omaha Central. They were all over the place. Absolutely. And the, and the schools in town ranged much further than just Minnesota, Colorado, you, 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 you wanna, Andy. So off the top of my head, Penn State, Miami, Oklahoma, Northwestern, Wisconsin, Minnesota, uh, Vanderbilt, Iowa, Iowa State. Iowa State's coming back. Iowa State is back again this morning. Matt Campbell was just here four days ago. And we've seen more head coach. And Clark who were they here to see? Everybody? Well, uh, I, think I, can, I think I can say this, but I think they want a couple of guys to throw and catch this morning. Okay. Because we, we – I'm a little biased, but – I'm, I'd rather be right than well-liked. So I'm not going to sell you on a couple of guys if I don't think right. they can play at the Power 5 level. And I do think I know what it takes to play at the Power 5 level, if nothing else from an emotional standpoint, mm -hmm. right? I leave the physical stuff to the guys that get paid, but I do think that I have some sort of baseline. But uh, the Rezac is throwing today, yep. who is going to be a fascinating case study. Because from a pure passing standpoint, it's going to be one thing. From a winner's standpoint, it's going to be one thing. From an athleticism standpoint, it's going to be another. And you're going to have to look at the composites of what you really want. But at the end of the day, it's like I always say, he's a winner. He's, he's a, he's a flat-out winner, and he's a gamer, and he competes. And so, you know, if I had one game to win, you can give me any other quarterback out here. And I mean that. Any other quarterback out here – and I'm going to take that guy because he's going to find a way to get her done. Like how my would man you, Larry. How would you compare him to somebody that he's, it, it he's, may, maybe didn't watch Rezac play a lot he's in high school? He's Cam Rising. He's wow. Cam, he is. No, I, I got no qualm saying it. He's a big cam, He's Cam Rising from Utah. Not always aesthetically like how you draw it up, but then you look at the results and you're like, oh, right here with a chance to win. He's camp and he's ultra competitive and we do a lot of these I'm not gonna tell you how the sausage is made, but we care a lot about more than just if you can, you know, jump thirty five inches or whatever. There's like this mental component that we try to assess so we know how, you know, pressure and so we take a lot mm -hmm. of tests. Like tests that big time agencies use just to kind of get a gauge of where people's pressure and their aptitude is in crunch time. He's off the charts. 
Danny Kalen's a good quarterback too. Yeah, he is. A lot of people are coming in to yeah. see. and you know, and and Kaline's interesting because, and I hope I, some. I always, I just call him DK because mm-hmm. he's a super nice kid. He's an interesting comp because physically, you go watch him throw. He's lights out. Big strong kid can make all the throws. I so the fan in me that cheers for him, right? Because I want everybody to be able to go to school. I'm like, hey man, a lot of upside. The coach in me that coaches against him, I want to put him in the pressure cooker. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's the that's the duality of my personality. I'm gonna cheer for you, but I know if we want to have a chance to beat you guys, I'm gonna make you have to make plays that you're not comfortable making. So that will be the and co- and college coaches don't care. They just like the tools mm-hmm. because I think they think they can coach the rest of it out of you. And listen, you don't get I mean Penn State, Northwestern, Virginia, who else came to see him? Uh Miami. Like when schools only make one stop or two stops, you're probably pretty good. And that's DK. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They weren't going anywhere he's a, else. He's got a pretty nice guy to throw the football to as well. Listen, I no disrespect. Couple no, of guys. I no say. disrespect to Hall. Give me Isaiah McMorris. Both are studs. Listen, here's the thing about Isaiah. He, he's ultra competitive. Those are miserable people to play against, and he works at it. Like, the offseason matters to him. I, I, I think he, he, he does his homework. He, he's, he's hard to play against. Now, don't think for one minute that we're not counting the number of good wide receivers they have and already thinking mm-hmm. about – usually it's three or four they have. We'll see what it is this year. But we're already like, hey, coverage-wise, this is what we want to do. What's their graduation year? What are those guys' graduation so years? So those guys are 24s. So in the 24 class, you have Caleb Pyfram, DK, Kalen, you have the Rezacs, you have Benning, you have Carter Nelson, (laughs) you have, uh, you know, McMorris, Hall. I mean, it's it's crowded. It's exciting. A lot of talent. It's exciting. A huge field. It is. Now, you told me, though. the, 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 The dad in me, though. Is, is removed from this situation, I do think there's a clear-cut number one in terms of a three-way guy. And that's when Caleb you, When you talk about offense, defense, and special teams. I, and I think any coach with a pulse that's played against mm-hmm. <laughs> would, guy. Would, say the same, <laughs> would say the same thing. You told me, though, on Wednesday that it, based on visits just with, with, with your kid, with Caleb, he asked a lot of good questions. Mm-hmm. Like, he's a... He's a He's a thinker. He, he, likes to, he likes to dig deep into the head of that head coach and say, what, what do you have in store for me? It's primarily because he was a relationship guy. Right. What, what's your plan for not only just me, but maybe the position group? And you told me that some coaches were like, hey, I got an answer for you. And then you said some don't. Yeah. And to some degree, you like the honesty, you like the transparency, mm-hmm. but at the same time, do you have all your ducks in a row by telling a recruit that you don't know what the plan is for you, the position group? Wh- where do your thoughts gauge on how, hey, some coaches have a plan and know what they're doing, one being Matt Rule. The, uh, the other coaches that visit, whoever they are, I don't know if you want to name any names. You can if you want. You don't have to. Come in and are like, hey, 
we haven't really gotten to you yet. Yeah, so I'll start with a good one, right? Uh, Northwest Missouri State. Win a lot of national championships. Win a lot of football games. I've watched it many of times. Very clear. And this doesn't have anything to do with Caleb. I'm just talking about, let's take him out of it. Let's, take just, talk, of let's just talk recruiting. Very clear on what they're after. How they play, how they want to play. This is what this is what they do. Then you have some other schools that are there for a couple of different reasons. Number one, it's another school said, hey, they weren't really familiar with the area, so another school may say, hey, you need to go check out such and such. And because that coach is reputable or whatever, they'll go say, oh, we better go take a look at this guy. You'll get some schools that are tweeners that, gosh, he's on our radar. Man, we'd like to see him live. Like, can he run around? Can he throw for us? They think they have a general idea. Then you have some schools that have a very clear-cut plan. Now, it's easy to say uh, the, the longer you've done this and um, the more ingrained you are, it's easy. It's easier for Iowa. It's easier for Minnesota, even though Minnesota has had some staff turnover. When you bring Rossi, Fleck, and Danny Collins, like those are, those are dudes, right? Those are guys that they're going to sell you on – their program. LeVar Woods comes, I'm pretty sure with Coach Ferentz, they know what they want to do, right? It's Now, there are some other schools that have just, they're just getting their staffs together. And it's like, hey, we... we Is that an excuse, though? I think so. Is Matt Rule and his staff the exception? Yes, that's why so so because they so set a that's, certain standard so full disclosure that started this whole conversation between you and i off air and i said a little on air i'm like you know what's crazy and i said this yesterday the day before yesterday compared to some schools that have done this a while and have most of their staff intact what nebraska's doing being like-minded and on the same page and pitching the same plan is unbelievable how do you not have a good vibe, though, a, a good plan? Because I think some of the staffs new. that are out on the road haven't had time to spend enough time together. I truly believe. It's been I, two months for this coaching staff. I understand, but I don't know how much time they've met and sat down in the same room to go over hey, philosophy. Hey, whose fault is that? Well, it's, it rests with the head is coach. Is it time or is it? It rests with it. It rests it rests with, with the, the head coach, top. right? But I do appreciate I do appreciate the honesty and I think they do too. And in conversion But does that turn you off as a no, recruit? No. Oh, well, I don't that's up to him. I don't know. I mean It would turn me off if they didn't have a plan for me. I think he was okay with that. I, I think he was okay. You know, I don't think he was like, wow, that was I think he understood. Plus, you know, he's not in a hurry. Right? Oh, by no means. So he's okay for them to sort it out. And, and conversely, there's some other coaches that are like, you know, the head coach didn't come, but some really good recruiters came, and it was like, hey, listen, come to our campus. Spend a day there. We know that – whatever they said. They, we know you're the dude, but we, you have to make sure that this is a place – that you could come see and spend time with if we're going to invest in you. He doesn't just want to call you and offer you a scholarship. He wants to look you in the eye and say X, Y, and Z. I got no problems with that either. Do you know why? Because when I look back at the baseline, well, that's part of why they win.
just doesn't make a lot of mistakes. Just doesn't mm-hmm. leave a ton to chance. So sounds like another guy we like. Dude, he's unbelievable. What number? I'm just telling you, this isn't Kool Aid. This isn't DB. Like, oh man, all in on Matt Rule. I'm just telling you, it's jarring to see how cohesive and on the same page they are with how they want to go about doing their business in such a short amount of time. And say what you want about the mafia mentality and only hiring guys he knows and being in the family, but it's very advantageous as you look at how they've recruited. Lance, we'll get to you next. We'll also expand on this topic and get to the poll question. That's all coming your way.